What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the No Rain, No Rainbows podcast. I'm excited for today, but if this is your first time listening, first of all, thank you for the time. Secondly, this is a podcast about living your best life. Life is hard, but it's worth the squeeze. You got to go through the storms and the hard times to get your sunshine, your rainbows, and live that fulfilled life. So we're all about finding out tactics on how we can do that and also getting some people on the podcast that that have already have built some of their mountains and their rainbows and they're enjoying the best lives and can pretty much withstand the storms if they do come. So I'm excited for today. Joining me, my man, Ryan McMorris in the building. How you doing, dog? What up, dog? I'm good, man. Yeah. Good, you know, just above ground, living life. That's what I, that's what I like it, man. I already <laughs> love the energy. So um, for the listeners that might not have heard who you are, first of all, shame on you, listeners. <laughs> Secondly, why not introduce yourself? Let them know what it is you do. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, well, my name's Ryan, um, you know, currently, you know, Popping it here in Greenville, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Originally from the ATL, you know, putting <laughs> it down, down there. Um, we, um, me and my wife, we run an online business. We run a few businesses. Um, we, uh, we, we help online business owners create irresistible offers. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's what we've been doing for the last few years, man. Um, we, um, we just, I love marketing. I love helping people like get their message right. I love helping people start businesses. And, uh, I really help people. I, I like helping people get away from like the rat race, man. I mean, yeah. I, I've, I'm just really big on like, the world would be a better place if we were all doing something that made us happy. So that's that's Facts. Yeah, that's what that's what I want to roll with, dude. One thing you just said, I'm actually writing it down right now. You said a rat race. You know, what does the rat race look like when you think of rat race and you want to help people out of it? Dude, I think the rat race isn't just like what people think, like this nine to five kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think the rat race is like doing anything that you're not uh I guess in alignment with. Mm-hmm. That's what the rat race is to me. Because yeah. like if you're if you're doing something just for the money or if you're doing something just for you know the clout or or whatever it is and you're not really in alignment with it then you're in a rat race to me and so i think it's just about finding yourself and it's about developing into the person that you want to be uh instead of just kind of randomly going about every day in life and just uh finding out the best like who who is that person that's going to show up the best way today yeah you know and doing what that person would do yeah and asking that tough question because i i fell in that trap dude i mean i i'm all for college i think college can you know make a few adjustments but Mm -hmm. like i have a degree um i you know did the whole like man like what what should i do that's going to make the most money kind of thing and when i was playing baseball i really figured out i was like yo if I'm not showing up doing something that I love every day, like I'm gonna explode. Yeah. And I don't wanna hurt it's, anybody. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. Right, right. I can't go to jail for murder. Exactly. <laughs> we like you outside of jail. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> but that's the thing. I think with the rat race, people need to assess themselves early. Or if, if it's, I don't want to say that it's ever too late because it's it's never too late. Right, right. But you you have to assess yourself with urgency. So no matter if you're age 18 or age 68, the time to assess yourself is right now and find yep. out what it is you want to do. Because the thing about the rat race is we usually end up in it because we've extended ourselves too far. And now we have to sustain what we've built. Yep. You're, you're probably like... Uh, like uh, stealing from Peter to pay Paul kind of thing. And yeah. You end up doing something you don't want to do. Yeah. And you're like, well, you know, I wish I can start this bakery, but I'm, right. I'm stuck, you know, doing this data entry to support my two kids and my, and my right. mortgage and stuff. And it's like, well, sometimes you have to downsize and you have to take the pride, yeah. but you have to find out what it is um, 
what it is inside of you that you really got to do, what you want to do. Right. I think people are too afraid to go down like the story route because mm-hmm. it's like the the thing, like if, like let's use this baker example. It's like, okay, I got this data entry job that I don't want to be in, but then it's like, I know I want to open this bakery, but then it's like, what's the sacrifice that you're going to have to make? But then it's like, even if you, when you make the sacrifice, it creates this story. Yeah. And the story is the thing that like, that people want to tune into. Like, yeah. That's the thing that like makes the biggest difference is the story itself. And so if you're not, a, if you're not willing to like, go down the road of like creating the story. I mean, it's just like your favorite movie, your, your favorite character in any movie could have not did the thing that like makes a two hour movie. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. They could have like, Oh, well I don't want to open that box. And then it was just like a, you know, it's cool. Roll yeah, credits. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Like, <laughs> movie over. Yeah. Right. So I, I don't know. You got to be willing to like, you know, start your movie and so, understanding that a movie goes through a, um, it's a, it's a strategic sequence. Like every movie's the same. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You go through, um, you know, a problem and then there's, uh, like this huge conflict that keeps you from solving the problem. Then you meet a person that can guide you through that problem. Mm-hmm. And then you, um, you're going to face your fears. You're going to see your vision. And then you're basically going to, uh, come to a, um, a crossroads of are you going to transform into that person you need to be or not? Yeah. And then you transform into that person. You get the climax, roll credits. Right. They live happy, like, right. happily. That's why after. we have Equalizer 2, because Denzel Washington never said he would do a sequel. <laughs> that's why there's the Equalizer 2. There you go. <laughs> so what does the story of Ryan McMorris sound like? I remember we were talking about baseball. You yeah. played in college, and I think you had some aspirations to go pro. Yeah. And I remember we talked when we did your podcast. We mentioned the importance of identity. And how hard it is for someone who's identified by their skill level in in a, an athletic sport, an athletic performance, to kind of redefine their identity. So, what was that story like for you? How did you unpack your story? Yeah, man. Um, so, uh, I played college baseball. Um, I played at South Carolina for a while, and then um, I was drafted by the Dodgers. Um, played independent ball for f- four years, and then just kind of like I hit a place where in my in my professional career. I wasn't mentally ready for what it meant to be a professional baseball player, especially playing in the big leagues. I think mm-hmm. playing in at the big league level is more about your mental state than it is uh, your physical ability. Yeah. Um, and if I didn't believe that, you hear it, it sounds cliche, but it really is. Like if you can't show up literally nine months out of the year and like, and again, you're playing a game where like you're paid to fail. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like that, I mean, that, our entire business is pretty much based off like baseball analogies. It seems sometimes because like you're, you're paid to fail. We're all paid to fail, but like I was afraid to fail. Oh wow. Dude, I was absolutely afraid to fail. And, uh, when I was in college, I was, I was probably too good for where I was playing in college. Mm -hmm. And so I, I wasn't bred to learn how to fail. I was bred to like win, 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 win. And then when I got in a pro ball, when you lose, you have to brush that loss off because you play the next day. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you can't show up, even if you win, you can't show up thinking like, oh, we won yesterday. You can't bring yesterday to the ballpark at all, period. And I and I was not trained for that, was not ready for that. Wow. And I think that's kind of how we have to look at life. Like you can't bring yesterday in. You can learn lessons, but you can't bring the emotions from yesterday in. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like when they say, you know, failure isn't 
isn't permanent isn't permanent and success yeah. is always temporary exactly. kind of thing it was like you, you you have to keep working at it each and every single day right and i was on both sides of that fence when i was playing yeah i was on both sides when i had success i, I rode it into yesterday mm-hmm. and then when i when i was struggling i rode that into yesterday i rode that into tomorrow too so yeah. you know, i don't know if i said that right but anyway you get what i mean exactly <laughs> it's, it's, it sticks with you and that's what we we used to say in, in in football when i played cornerback right and if i got you know there were a couple times you know someone yeah, catches a patch on me <laughs> i don't think i ever got burned well, i might have <laughs> there might be tape somewhere but if i did burned. get burned i burned that tape <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what tape <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but people would say hey man short memory right you know short memory forget about it yeah and I think that's that's exactly how you have to go about life because, um, I mean, I think the way to success is from one failure to another, learning from those failures, yeah. but from one one failure to to the next. Yeah, I think it comes down. I mean, you say short memory. I mean, we always tell our people create future memories. Mm. You know, like yeah, whatever happened yesterday happened, right? It it is what it is. But when you create a future memory, so like, what do you want in the future? And how can you trick your brain into thinking that it already happened? Yeah. You know what I mean? And when you create that vibration and you create that energy around yourself, that's what draws you to the event actually happening. Mm-hmm. And so like, just think about like what most of us all day, and you can probably try to catch yourself doing it, but like we end up getting caught in the, the, the memory of something that either didn't happen or we're repeating something that already happened. So really what happens is we end up taking our past and we put it in our future instead of taking our future and putting it in our future. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or pulling the future into the present. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And so, I mean, I think it's, it's, but in order to get to that point, you have to, again, daily evaluation. You have to like pause in those moments where you're getting pushed, you know, whether your wife says something to you or your kids do something or whatever is your like poke the bear moment, you know, that kind of like gets you litty. Like you got to take a moment and be like, okay, who am I being in this moment? Yeah. Yeah. Being yesterday's Ryan, or am I being the, uh, you know, the tomorrow's Ryan that I'm mm-hmm. supposed to be. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. I mean, at, at, per my calculations, I always look at my phone as if I'm, I'm waiting on a million dollar wire transfer to land yeah. in my account. Yeah. Somebody hit me up. Yeah. Bro. I'm just, <laughs> it's coming. I got some dirt on a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> Every single day. I'm like, oh, the positive didn't come through. <laughs> <yet."> <laughs> Somebody must. <laughs> Mate, let me call the bank. Yeah, let me check my bank. <laughs> so <laughs> I love something you said about, you know, who, who am I going to be in this moment? Right. Because mindset is everything. And I think a lot of people, we, we, we kind of pulling it all together. We talk about escaping the rat race, finding out what it is that serves us, right? And creating that story, wanting to go from, from where we are to building somebody else, to becoming somebody right. else capable of doing the things that we want to do, right? What do you think is the biggest thing, aside from the fear of failure, what do you think is the biggest thing that actually holds people back? From that, do you think some people are quite frankly afraid of their actual success? Uh, I think some people are because it, ta- it if you create success, it creates responsibility. So a mm-hmm. lot of people are afraid of responsibility because most people just don't take responsibility for a damn thing anyway. Yeah. So if I start, so the the first thing that you do, period, is like you start mapping it out in your head. You can't if you can't create it in your mind, you can't create it on Earth, mm. right? And so if, but what happens when you start mapping it out in your head? They're the other person on the shoulder, because there's always a little you and a big you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there, when you start talking to the big you, you know, the one that like, you know, is wearing the cool clothes and the one that's just like, like, you know, doesn't give a damn. All of a sudden, the, the little you's like, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hold up, hey, hold up. 
Well, 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 we supposed to be uh, doubting ourselves. <laughs> you know, and so then you go to your vision board or you go to your vision book or you go drive the car, or you go test drive the house or you call the builder and then you say, all right, this house is going to be 600 grand or this house is going to be a million. And then you're like, all of a sudden it's like, uh, you can't afford that house. Mm-hmm. Your mama didn't have a house that big. You know, you, you, well, well, what are they going to say? What are your friends going to think yep. when um, you get that house? They're just going to think that you changed. <laughs> and, and um, there's this, there's, um, there's this thing. It's called, uh, if you've ever heard of Murphy's, Com- Murphy's Law. Yeah. You familiar with Murphy's Law? Oh, yeah. All right. Whatever will go wrong. Uh, can't whatever go wrong. can go wrong will go wrong. Mm-hmm. Right? So a mentor of mine, uh, he said, well, if it's Murphy's Law, there can't just be one person that just, there can't just be one Murphy. There's got to be like Murphy's committee. And so the way he explained this was um, there's levels to this Murphiness. Okay. Yeah. And once you start to uh, think bigger, that's when you get the universe's attention. Yeah. And that's when you start. That's when the test. That's when they pull out the paper and the Scantron. And, okay, cool. You ready for the test? Yeah. All right. So now you got to take test number one. That's Murphy number one. And Murphy number one is all about um, your friends and family. Yeah. It's all about the people close to you. And Murphy number one is going gonna, is gonna to sick your friends and family on you to tell you that, hey, hey, that's not what we do. That's not our history. That's not our, that's not in our DNA. We don't do that. You know what I mean? And you're going to be like, well, I just, well, you know, uh, Tony Robbins, Tony Robbins said I, I, I could uh, live my best life. Yeah. You know, and then, <laughs> I, then I heard a song about it. So it's, it's got to be true. And then you're like, no, no, no. And so if you get past Murphy number one, which a lot of people don't, then it's going to attack you at your heart. Mm. The things that you love, the, th- the people that love you, like a, a lot of things um, that uh, are around you that are, I guess, um, created out of love, that's where you're going to get tested. Yeah. And then um, Murphy number three is going to get you to think broke thoughts. And so that's where we're really in your head around like you can't invest that or you can't, you know, get extension on your credit or you can't get uh, um, you can't go to that event or you can't do this. And it's like you're just going to start thinking all these broke thoughts about these things that you have in your vision. Yeah. And then Murphy, number four and five, they work together because right now you're about to get to the land of paradise. Mm-hmm. Okay? And that's where they just pull out every stop. They put out everything. When you think, when just when you think you're just about to get clear, that's when everything happens. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times when everything around us seems like it's falling apart, that's just Murphy 4 and 5 just putting, throwing everything at you. That's when the devil wants to throw everything at you and, uh, and, and just get all the attention off some of other people. Yeah. But what happens is when they put all this attention on you because you're so close to the gate, of land of paradise, when they put so much attention on you that other people are starting to squeak through. Mm-hmm. Other people are starting to win the lottery. Other mm-hmm. people are just starting to like squeak through with with no work. And so they say, you know what? I can't mess with Ted no more. Just just let him through. Yeah. Just let him through. And that's when life just starts to be easy. But you went through everything hard to get through something to get to something easy. I love that, man. You know? I hope all the listeners bought their number two pencils because you just took us to <laughs> class, man. <laughs> yeah, I think about that every day, man. Yeah. It's like, what Murphy am I hitting today? Yeah. And I'll be honest, I think I'm in a season right now of Murphy 3 Yeah, where it's um, I've built myself to a level that I 
have to still convince myself or remind myself that I'm there. Yeah. I have to remind myself that I'm capable of doing X or buying B. Right. You know, and it's it's kind of still the reminder, which even Jess, she'll remind me. She's like, Ted, you're not that person you were three years ago. Right. You can I just I just bought new shoes. I'm in Nordstrom Rack and I'm looking at shoes. I'm looking at the clearance shoes. Right. And I'm trying two on. I'm like, oh, do I like this one? Do I like this one? And Jess, uh, she's like, oh, what about that one? And these were nice, man. These were nice. Right. And I'm like, ooh, that's not in the clearance section, but those are nice. I like these. Right. And before she said it, she's like, can I say something? I was like, nah, mm. don't, you don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to. Right. I'm going to get these. Yeah. I'm going to get the ones I like. Yeah. Because I don't have to shop the clearance rack right now. Exactly, dude. And like, you know, dude, we, we will put somebody else's financial limitations on us all the time. Mm-hmm. Or, or think about it like this, dude, like, like, um, $5,000. Yeah. Okay. When you were 20, if you lost five grand, <laughs> like, how would it feel? I think my my life would be over. Right. Like, ah! <laughs> Andre said, like, I didn't even think I had five. Right. <laughs> I didn't have five grand right. to lose. But if you lost five grand today, like, you'd be like, oh, whatever. You yeah. know, I mean, it sucks. I mean, no one likes to lose five grand. But, mm-hmm. like, you want to – it's about growing into the person – Financially, that if I lost fifty grand, like look at look at somebody like Jay Z or, or or Fifty Cent or somebody like that. I mean, Mark like, Zuckerberg. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I lost fifty grand a day, like it sucks, but you know, it's fifty grand. And so, like, there's these growth, there's these growths that we go to, but we can't. We have to grow out of those things. <laughs> and the and the crazy part about it is the 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 amount always can stay the same. So think about it. Think about it. If you lost. Five thousand dollars today. The amount's the same as if you lost five thousand dollars twenty or as a twenty year old, right? Yeah. But you were the one that grew. Yeah. You were the one that that changed. The problem was still the same. So it, it goes for anything. It's not just an amount of money. If you if you so if um you know I, it's if you if you lose someone if someone dies if if you lose your house if if uh, you lose a car if anything it's like life isn't hard at all. Mm-hmm. We just aren't good enough for that situation. If you think something's hard, you're just not good enough yet. Yeah. You know, wow. it's like my kids thought that riding their bike was hard. <laughs> you know, you, you thought that, you know, building a business was hard. You thought that doing your job was hard. No, yeah. just get better. Just remember the time when you didn't know how to drive. Yeah, exactly. Now you don't even think about it. Right. Exactly. I mean, just, just get so good that it becomes easy. Like I, I told one of our groups that the other day, I was like, um, you right now, it may be hard. Right now, this business may be hard. Right now, funnels may be hard. Right now, marketing may be hard. Right now, building a culture may be hard. Awesome. Become the person that it's just easy for them. Yeah. Matt, get clear on who that person is. What's that person like? What's the three things that make up that person? And when you, when you become that person in pursuit of that person, all those things will just become easy. Dude, I love that. It's like I mentioned um, Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. I was like, do you think playing soccer is hard for him? No. Dude is one of the highest paid athletes. I mean, I think he's like top five, top three paid athletes in the world every year for kicking a soccer ball, something he's been doing since he was a little kid. Right. You know? Sure, it might be hard to win the game, but playing soccer for him is just second nature. Yeah. You know? And there is no first nature. Yeah. You know, there is there is no first nature because none of us were born um, 
with sales skills. None of us were born with internet marketing skills. Like mm-hmm. none of us were born with uh, speaking skills. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like people are always like, oh, I don't hear an accent from you. Okay. Well, you know, that's because I learned not to speak with an accent. Yeah. So if you do have an accent, nothing wrong with it. It's just that you didn't learn how to not speak with an accent. Exactly. Yeah. Know? And so everything, every one of us, we either, each skill we have or each skill we don't have is either intentionally learned or you learned it unintentionally. Right. Mm-hmm. But, that's that's just what it is. Yeah, and the good news about that is, it, it, what's is learned. Fun. Yeah, you can learn more exactly. and learn other things. Exactly. If there's something that you want to get good at right now, you can get good at it. Yeah. You just, but are you willing to put in your ten thousand hours? Are you willing to put in, you know, those ten thousand kicks that Bruce Lee talked about? Like, mm-hmm. stop kicking, stop trying to do all these thousand kicks. Just practice one kick, one kick a thousand times. Yeah. You know, and just keep getting good at the kick. But it's like. You got to start kicking. Yeah, you, you know? have to start kicking. It's something like you posted. Um, I don't know if you posted it today or yesterday on um, Instagram. And make sure you drop all your your social media tags before right, we finish right, right. up. But um, you posted something that's like whatever you have or don't have right. is the result of repeated habits. Yeah, talk about that. Period. I mean, and so it's true because if I have um, I have a wife. Because I repeated the habit of taking her on dates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? And she uh, won't let you stop. <laughs> right, right. I can't stop. <laughs> but, you know, so, so I think when it comes to being a, a, a badass human being, one, we need to rec- recognize our habits. And mm-hmm. so I think there's no such thing as a good habit or a bad habit. There's only habits that help you. Uh, towards a vision or they, they keep you from your vision. Mm-hmm. And so I think it gives us power to, uh, to, to look at things and say, you know what? There is no such thing as good and bad anymore. Yeah. The only thing I have is empowering or disempowering. And the only way that I can distinguish whether something is disempowering or empowering is to actually get clear on a vision is to actually get clear on who that person is or actually get clear on what my life's supposed to look like. And if I can get clarity on that, if I can, you know, um, make a list of the things I want. Like a lot of us walk around just saying things we don't want. Yeah. And then <laughs> like we, 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 we walk around and we ask God for these things and we, we say, oh, I don't, I don't want to get stuck in traffic. Instead of saying, I want to get there on time. It's, I, I don't want to get stuck in traffic. So what happens? You get stuck in the traffic. Mm-hmm. Right. And so you know, I think that, that, that's the, the whole kind of like in a, nutshell yeah of, of just how it rolls yeah and i think you're so right because a lot of times they say if this habit serves you do it if not don't do it but a lot of times people don't know what they're serving towards right because you're in autopilot yeah you're in autopilot i think um there's a book called uh breaking the habit of being yourself mm-hmm. uh, it's one of the top five books um i think you have to read it in breaking life. the habit of being yourself mm-hmm. um and all it's about is just um it's you know, each of us is on autopilot. Your body is set up to be on autopilot. It's, it's, this is how God engineered us. We, we're, we are autopilot beings. Yeah. You know, you don't have to think about breathing, blinking. You don't have to think about, you know, getting uh, enough blood to your heart, enough blood to your brain. You don't have to get it. You, I mean, some people got to think about getting certain blood somewhere because, you know, they're going to do it. But, but, <laughs> but in terms of um, body functions, you know, most of the stuff is on auto. Yeah. Right. And so a lot of these things that are on autopilot, we just don't recognize. Right. But if we start to say, okay, well, 
what if I just created a new autopilot? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What if I train my body and my brain to have a new autopilot? But you have to do something repeatedly, uh, intentionally in order to create that. A lot of people think it takes like 21 days to create a habit. It takes like 63 days to create a habit. Wow. And it, it takes 21 days to, uh, start the habit. Mm-hmm. And then it, t- there's another period of like, uh, sealing the habit. Yeah. And then it, then it becomes a habit. And so we just have to get on that track and you have to reward yourself through that two month period. Um, and so you work on one habit at a time. There's a book called the one thing mm-hmm. and you work on one habit that will inevitably knock out other habits. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? I love that. Yep. And, and that's how you end up kind of, uh, you know, cause Jim Rohn said in there, you can change your life in any two year period. Right. So just think about all the habits. Just think about a few handful of habits that you need to change mm-hmm. over the course of, of two years, which is a very short time. Right. It's extremely short. And you said at the beginning of this, you can change your life at any moment. Yeah. So if you're 68, then look at your habits now and say, okay, what habits do I have as, as when I'm 70? Mm-hmm. Right. And you can do that as a seven year old. And here's matter. the thing in today's technology, you could live to your 90s. So that's right. still 20 good years. Right. You still, you're, yeah. And most people, I mean, and you know, and, and, uh, and honestly, I think we can all live forever with the way that social media works at the way that content works. I mean, mm-hmm. you can literally live forever. And like anytime, you know, we do one of these podcasts, uh, or, or vi- uh, YouTube videos or anything like that. I, I really think about like, if I died today, like I have enough content out there that my, if my kids listen to every single one, they would still grow up with a badass dad. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, say what up to my great grandkids really quick. What up, Shada? What up? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing out there on a the yacht? Hey, <laughs> she ain't old enough to date yet. <laughs> but no, I think you're so right. We could definitely communicate through time and through space with these platforms. And that's why I think it's so important not only to put yourself out there, but tell your story. Yeah. Because if the worst were to happen on my way home today, I, I do know that, you know, my, I don't have any kids now. That but you know of. That I, Hey, (laughs) but whatever the future holds, my, my nieces, my nephews, my grandnieces, grandnephews, they'd be able to know who I was, which is really what's important to me. Exactly. As we come to a close here, last couple of questions. What are some of the, I always ask this in the, in the podcast because it's called No Rain, No Rainbows, right? And the rain and and the storms, that's the hard times. So what's some of, uh, what's one of the biggest storms or, or, or periods of life you've gone through that gives you confidence oh, to get through anything else that comes your way. Dude, I love this because like, oh man, um, I'm going to, can I read something? Yeah. All right. I, I posted this the other day in one of our groups and it was, uh, let me find it real quick. Dude, Go ahead. I can find it. I'm super quick with it. All right. It's about failure. It says, um, yesterday was about belief and belief starts with B. Today is about failure, and you can't be the person that you need to be to build the business you want if you haven't gone through the failure that is required to reach the next level that you desire. You failed at a lot of things in life. That's how you've gotten to this point in this moment. Um, you're, you're here for a reason, but what got you here won't get you there. You need new failures, new stories, but you first need to use the failures and things you've, you've overcome better right now. That's that's what we want you to do today. Make a list. Make a list of all the things you failed at. Next, make a list of all the things you've overcome in your life. The debt, the divorce, the, the, the death, the bankruptcy, the foreclosure, the repossessions, anything. Make a list of all the things uh, uh, that you've overcome. This is your overcome list. 
this list will be more valuable as you go through this challenge. But for now, bask in the confidence that if you've overcome all these things, who's to say you can't overcome what may be going, what you may be going through right now? God has gotten you through everything you just wrote down. He deserves the credit, the faith that he will get you through whatever you're going through right now. And so for me, I went through, dude, I was, I was in a hundred, a hundred grand worth of debt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, we've, shit we thrown around the divorce word multiple times and like had to fight through that stuff we've i dude i was i my business crashed and i had to drive uber just to like keep the just to keep the lights on man and like oh man um i mean i had dreams of playing professional baseball that fell through man mm-hmm. i mean i it's all these things that have happened in our life and you know lost people lost friends lost um you know just I've had people steal from me and, you know, you think things are going to go great, but each time you, um, you go through something, that's how you turn your mess into your message. Mm. And so each mess is a blessing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I had a friend build his dream house, like multi-million dollar house. And, um, each time he would do a Facebook live video about the house being built, he would always mention how he was in a million dollars worth of debt. How was he, how he, um, got out of like 11 foreclosures because he, his, his real estate business crashed and it's, it's the, he wouldn't be where he was, where he is today if it weren't for being a million dollars in debt because he told that story. Yeah. And if, when you tell these stories, that's what helps people connect to you. And then the more people connect to you, that's the more followers you get, the more followers you get, the easier it is to monetize. And when you're monetizing, that's where it is. So like, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, look at Tyler. Tyler tells a story about all the time. how he's sleeping on the couch. He was dead broke. And again, there's certain things that you just don't say right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? You may be going through some shit right now that you may not say today, yeah. but you're just preparing that story f- until you get out of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so that's the thing. I mean, if you just look for failures, but look for failures in a consistent way, don't look for failures over here and over here. And then like 40 miles over there, like keep looking for failures in the same corridor. And each time you just get better and better and better and better and better. And then until you show up and you're the master yeah. and then people will be like, Oh man, he's really natural at that. Mm-hmm. You know, he makes it look easy. Yeah. It gets so good that people just think, you know, it comes naturally. Yeah. Like they say the master has failed so much more than the beginning. Right. Now, last question is because you dropped a lot of knowledge and I know the people listening right now, they don't want this to end. I don't want it to end, <laughs> but we're just going to have to have you back for another round. That's yeah, what that yeah. means. But make sure you drop um the the accounts people could reach out to you get in contact with you get into the group um where can people get in touch with ryan mcmorris and get more more help from you super simple all you gotta do is just put the hashtag ilctv in any social platform you'll find us on youtube instagram twitter ticky tock uh facebook if you put in hashtag ilc tv that stands for intentional lifestyle creators tv mm-hmm. uh you'll find us anywhere man and we we're we're um you know we're always shooting videos we drop content every day like there's always something new that we're that we're popping off so nice yeah. i love it man and i see yeah, your man. work i see everything you're doing i know it's been a while Shit, since we've been man. able to chop it up so my bad for that <laughs> we're just good, we're dog. busy we're busy <laughs> well thank you for being here today yeah, and man. and guys thank you for listening and making it to the end of the episode definitely a lot of content here but one of my favorite things to pull out of what ryan mcmorris was saying was get so good that it becomes easy everything you're starting right now everything you're wanting to do it's going to be hard but you have to get good until you have to get good so it does become easy and like we always say at the end of the episode guys everybody wants the sunshine but they don't want the rain but you can't get the pleasure without a little pain
let's grow.